Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global unity community. I want to thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with us today. Welcome home, everyone. Uh, I want you to always feel like you have a safe haven, a sacred space, a soulful sanctuary uh, to come to each day to connect with soul family, to open your heart, to get empowered and feel supported and loved. So consider this a cosmic playground um, to see your sacredness, to ignite your sovereignty. <laughs> That's what it's all about here. Um, a revival. I've been loving that word lately. A revival, a restoration, a renewal of your soul's radiance, your empowerment, your freedom, and your liberation. Uh, so thank you for blessing this community with your light and presence today. Uh, I do want to invite you to subscribe to this show. It's a free platform. You can access everything at straighttalkforthesoul.com. You can also listen to all of our replays on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Audible, um, and you can connect with us further in our private Facebook group or on Instagram. And now I want to extend my favorite question. What is the best that could happen today? Let's intend for upliftment and healing to happen. Let's intend for an elevation in vibration because we're going on another soulful adventure today with the beautiful Lisa Barnett who is here as my co-creative partner. We're going to talk about healing through your Akashic Record, rewriting soul contracts, and more. Uh, would you like to learn more about how you can recognize, heal, and repair your soul's traumatic experiences? What if you could shift the course of your life by clearing karmic blocks and soul contracts with grace and ease? Well, that is the opportunity uh, we're going to be presenting to you today. And I encourage you to set an intention for what you wish to gain or experience or feel. My intention with our journey and our gathering is to be a clear and pristine conduit and communic communicator of the divine in selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into healing, empowerment, vitality, and abundance, and for love and grace and soulfully soothing energy to flow through my voice and this sacred energetic space with grace and ease. I'm welcoming and inviting in the highest divine support and participation throughout our time together. Uh, I invite you to write in. Let us know how you're feeling uh, throughout the show and our webcast if you have joined us that way. We'll take callers later. So if you've called in, press star 2 on your phone. And if you have something going on, um, Lisa can support you with that. You know, let's just keep it kind of broad in general so we can help everybody out. So just let us know if it's a physical challenge or a health challenge or if it's a health or, or any wealth challenge or family or relationships. And uh, we'll go through some of that. And uh, Lisa will also lead us through a group healing in the Akashic field, in the quantum field. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about her. I know most of you know her, but Lisa is the international best-selling author of From Questioning to Knowing, 73 Prayers to Transform Your Life, uh, The Infinite Wisdom of the Akashic Records, uh, and her third book, Awaken to Your Life Purpose, Understanding Your Soul Plan, uh, will be available soon. She is also the founder of the Akashic Knowing School of Wisdom, 
she's taught, she's taught, excuse me, uh, thousands of students worldwide to access personal soul wisdom and guidance to transform their lives, working directly with their personal Akashic record keepers. Uh, with more than 25 years of experience in spiritual healing, Lisa teaches these simple tools that empower people to find greater fulfillment, happiness, abundance, and health. She helps you align with your soul path, understand your soul contracts, and complete your karma and vows. And uh, she's really going to highlight that nothing is written in stone. That's what the Akashic ma Masters say. And that working in your Akashic record, which is held in the quantum field, you can actually move outside of time and space. It is possible to update or rewrite soul contracts and clear emotional pain and trauma, release the old blocks, and also um, reclaim the gifts and talents from past lives. So lots to explore as usual with Lisa. So let's go ahead and dive in. Uh, please join me in extending waves and waves of love, light, and joy to Lisa as I welcome her back. So welcome, beautiful. Thank you, Carrie. I always love being here with you and all of your listeners. So thank you for having me on again. Oh, you're welcome. It's a joy fest when you're here. It's, it's interesting <laughs> how we do some deep stuff, but it, there's always this joyful component to your voice and what you bring through. But you're doing some deep work here. So, um, You know, as I share all the time, everything on this show is about empowerment for evolution and I've known you. We were talking about for so many years now, Lisa, you are the authority on this. I mean, you've been doing this long before um, it, it was a thing. No one talked about it 25 years ago like they are now. So share with people a little bit about a, a quick, you know, synopsis of your journey with this work in the last 25 years. Yeah, so... <clears throat> Oh my! Um, longer than twenty-five years. I always I, I I laugh. I say I kind of hate to date myself, but I do all the time. But you know, I I really got back on my spiritual path um, in my thirties after I literally fell off of it in my twenties. So I was already on a spiritual path for ten years between you know between uh, thirteen and twenty-three. And so you know, of course, so many of us get sidetracked by life which I did I had a whole um, career in advertising in my 20s and, and early 30s but when I found my way back I realized I was a healer really at heart that was my main kind of overview purpose and so I studied healing for many 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 years and then every once in a while I'd have this amazing um kind of wisdom drop into my head, I would literally even sometimes hear like a booming voice that would say, you know, there's so much more. This is, you know, the expanse of that information. Mm -hmm. And it literally took me years to figure out who was talking to me because the Akashic Records weren't a thing back then, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so five years later, I finally was like, okay, who is this who's giving me this amazing expanse of information about past lives and, and soul plans and, you know, all of this stuff? Mm -hmm. And and they finally, you know, it was like this is, you know, the the Akashic record keepers. That's actually what they were calling, they call themselves. Um, so 
it's been interesting to be able to support them. They actually asked me to help them bring this wisdom back to humanity because they had pulled it away from the earth during the dark ages. And so because we misused it. And so they pulled the energy away back in around 1000 AD and then back in the, you know, late um 19 whatever 60s, 1970s, 80s, they started saying, "Hey, it's time to to bring this back cuz the vibration, the energy is raising." So I was blessed to have them tap my shoulder and say, hey, will you help us? Because you're one of us. You were a record keeper in the beginning, which is its own other story, which I may have told. But, um, of course, I said, yes, it's it's pretty hard to uh, – I argued a little because I was busy with a bunch of babies. But <laughs> it's kind of hard to say no when these beings of light tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, will you help us bring this back to humanity? It was a little mm-hmm. overwhelming, but quite an honor. And so that's what I've been really at for whatever, 30 years. And um, really before... So you were... You were you, when you said that you were a record keeper, um, where where was this? In what plane I, of existence? Or yes, what yeah, galaxy? so definitely just... When the way they explained it to me, of course, I always have to say, what the heck does that mean and how can I wrap my human brain around that? Mm -hmm. And so they give me these kind of silly stories and they say that when we individuate from source, right, we're still at that moment part of source energy. Sometimes we go into this source energy vibrational library. The Akash is held in the energy of pure source. And we can go in and say, visit the library and learn before we even go on our soul's journey. Right. And so um, they said, you did that, and then you stayed for quite a while. <laughs> okay. So we're okay. pure energy. We're not, at that point, we're, we're not ascended masters, because to be an ascended master, you have, have to have a whole human life and then really ascend from that, awaken from that. And so um, we're not angels, we're not anything else. We're pure source energy in service to humanity when we're in the Akashic field. So your record keepers are not anyone that you know who's crossed over. They're not any of your favorite angels or any of the ascended masters. They're pure source vibrational um beings of light that have given their that moment, the, that mm-hmm. time space, whatever, to you to be your record keepers. So it's really phenomenal when you think about that, that each and every one of you have your very own personal library that has all the information of the soul journey you specifically have been on in your personal library with your own personal Akashic librarians or record keepers, <laughs> right. right? Is that for, and I know I've asked you this before, but we have new people here all the time. Is that for just the earth incarnations or is this when we go to other star systems, other galaxies? Um, how do you perceive um, yeah. The Akash that you work with, right? No, I do. I do perceive that it is connected to other planets, planes, dimensions. Um, so, 
you know, it's all in there, uh, kind of us being human, most of the information we're looking for and using at, at, at this point in history, and I know this has even changed to me pretty obviously over the last five years mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. the record keepers are talking more about um, souls who are here to, say, invent something new, and often it is connected to another dimension, plane, or, you know, life that they've had, say, in the Pleiades, or Arcturian life, where they had this, whatever it was, (laughs) thing that, that we're going to reinvent here now for humanity. And so we are able to tap into some of that information because it's so expansive, it hasn't shown up very solidly yet, but I definitely get that, like a lot of the um, starseed information from where mm-hmm. we're from, from, part of our mission in connection to that, the past lives in connection to the soul plan we wrote, mm-hmm. and and the details about the um, inventions are not showing up yet but the record keepers are saying many of these are still not quite formed yet they're not ready to be invented humanity's not ready for the information yet but over the next 10 and 20 years um we'll be seeing these so when you say the akashic record keepers are you talking about your personal ones or these this, a broader group um of keepers, record keepers. Well, so often I'll get this type of information when I'm doing an Akashic reading and healing session for a client. So I'm literally in their personal Akashic record keepers, Mm -hmm. in the records, talking to their personal record keepers. So um, they're not, it's not a collective that's, say, the client who has come to invent something. That's what they're telling us. But I also do group healing. So sometimes when we're in the collective group records, which we'll mm-hmm. do later on, yes. um, mm-hmm. I'll get some information that way. So, And, you know, of course, I talk to my record keepers all the time. But often I'll talk to my record keepers and then kind of a bigger collective because they have me writing books for you know, humanity, so you get, you get some of these bigger collective energies. Right. What are they sharing about the state of the world right now, this awakening, this shift in consciousness? Um, what, right. what are they saying? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <laughs> they are saying no matter what it looks like out there, we literally are ascending. So more and more and more people truly are raising their vibrations and waking up. And what we're, of course, experiencing is that um, the dichotomy, the two polar opposite energies that are showing up on the planet. And the reason that they say this is important and necessary is because as we see it, as we notice it, we can actually make some changes. We can do something about it. Whereas so many of these energies were hidden for hundreds, if not thousands of years, they were not obvious to most of humanity, right? We were, there was a lot going on underneath the surface. Even the imbalances of masculine and feminine energy, I think for the last couple hundred years, we just 
or thousands of years, we took for granted. We took a lot of what is really showing up now for granted. The the financial imbalances between uh, men and women, the energetic, emotional challenges, abuses, you know, between with the male um, power, just all sorts of different kinds of energies, even, you know, even the... Um, really a lot of the abuse from um, from religions and such, whereas it's important for us to start to really see that so we can make new choices. We can, whether we're, we're updating and upgrading our religions mm-hmm. or we're possibly doing away with them as we wake up to the more unified experience mm-hmm. of pure love, um, and exactly. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's important to start to see that we've been held down and held back by a lot of negative. Um, you know, I love men. I've been married for you know 31 years. I don't have anything against them, but there's a lot of negative, overpowering energies that have come through the masculine paradigm over you know the mm-hmm. last five thousand yes. years. Yes. Now we're yeah we're purposefully here to create this new paradigm, um, unity consciousness, which we talk so much about. And I want to highlight that you you know over all these years you've created a school where people can learn how to do this, and that's what I love about your work. You you certainly um, offer private sessions, but you you have a school. You teach people how to do this, and and we'll talk about your your um, offer later. It's a home study program. What would if someone uh, does not know how to access their own records and they're interested in learning how to do this? Talk about some of the benefits that you notice. You know your students or the people who. Um, get involved with this, you know, what what do they say changes um, for them? Right, absolutely. So the often what I call um, some of the subtle benefits but that are so powerful is that when we start to work in our own Akashic records, we are moving into this pure source vibration of love and light. We are wrapped in unconditional love, and we start to to vibrate at that vibration, at that frequency of mm-hmm. unconditional love. And so, you know how you were saying a little bit earlier, you know, it's so fun when we get on these calls together because there's so much pure love and joy, and those energies are what I have, you know, been able to live in and with for these last 30 years, and and they become who you are. Yes. So it opens <laughs> our heart to be able to be the love and share that love and that light and that joy with all of the people around us. And that mm-hmm. kind of simple idea transforms our life in a very powerful way. Because we are magnetic beings, right? So what we are putting out is what we are calling back. So if I'm putting out unconditional love, light, and joy, that's exactly what I'm receiving back in my life in so many ways. Right. Well, and it also gives people, um, and and we're going to talk about one of your other offers is really about healing pain and trauma through the Akashic Record. But allowing people to to, um, experience some of this emotional pain clearing and healing 
that's what enables them to open up to this divine love that you're talking about. And it's very evident in listening to your voice, you know, the the love that you <laughs> that you are and that you've been swimming in and playing in all these years for over 30 years. Talk about that a little bit because um, there's a lot of history of abuse, trauma, pain held within the energy field of humans. And so um, this can really be liberating. What can you share about that? Oh, so part of um, the programming, and, and really if we can think of this earth, this human world, as a place that we created to experience everything that we didn't experience in the more kind of higher vibrational etheric worlds. And we said, I want to experience it all. As part of Source, we all said we want it all. And that is includes the emotional trauma and the pain and the physical challenges and literally being embodied in these small vessels and feeling that um, level of separation that we as humans mm-hmm. often experience. And so we created this world, this planet, to have these experiences. And so if we can see the the big picture, and again, to me, the one of the greatest gifts of accessing your own Akashic Records is that you are able to see these huge pictures, who you've been in these beautiful, empowered ways, and what you as a soul planned to do in this life and have literally chosen for yourself for the learning experience, for the ability to support other people in the world, often our partners, our our friends, our children, our parents, um, to be a support system in the world and to remember the truth of who we are as these infinite, wise, abundant souls. And so our whole kind of crazy human game is to wake up, remember who we are, reclaim mm-hmm. that all, and create really a, a divine life on earth. And that, right. to me, is what the Akashic <laughs> Record Keepers say, is where we're going, what we're creating. Mm-hmm. And so it's time for us very much to become conscious of uh, the emotional pain and the trauma as what can I learn, how can I grow, and how can I best let that go and take the learning and the growth forward so that I maybe can support or help other per- other people, be in service to other people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there are these, and I want to get into talking about this, soul contracts. There are vows, um, all of these kinds of things that can affect us in our daily lives. But what you're highlighting is that we can rewrite them, and that's part of what you teach people to do in your programs. Um, talk about the contracts, the soul contracts, vows, um, all of these things that really play a role in what we're experiencing. Yes. So before we embody, we write a soul plan, and in that plan, most of us write somewhere, I'm going to say, between 30 and 50 soul contracts. So the good news is we don't have one. (laughs) We're not missing that one soulmate because we have a whole soul family 
and we write contracts with many soul family members, not all, because your soul family might include 2,000 or 4,000 souls, so you're not usually, you know, um, hooking up with all of them in one lifetime, you know, but we might write 20 contracts to have um, friends and sometimes life partners and sometimes children and sometimes parents that are part of our original soul family or that we have known in other lifetimes that we choose to support them and or we create a soul contract that I say, you know, has karma attached, which just means I wrote this contract that's going to have some challenges. So we, as two people coming together to create this contract, can learn and grow around it. We can recognize that there's some challenges. We worked, you know, to work them through to be the forgiveness, the compassion, the support, whatever it might be, the love to help the other person or they may have that contract to really help and support you to awaken to a greater truth of who you are as an infinite soul. Mm-hmm. And oh. what's fascinating is prior to um, these current times that we're in, we weren't able to actually rewrite these um, these plans or, or um, you know, all of these experiences, but describe how we can now and why we can now. Right. So what the record keepers say is that we, again, kind of as a humanity, as as this large group of, of um, humans on this planet, have reached or are reaching a tipping point where I believe we truly will all ascend as a whole planet because the planet herself is awakening. So if Gaia is awakening, we can't escape it, right? We are riding on her. If she's going to awaken, we're going to awaken or leave. So those are literally our only two choices. I don't honestly believe that the planet's going to split into a 3D planet and a 5D planet. I know some people have that thought, um, but the record keepers really are saying that we are ascending together at this point. We've had different timelines, and there's been different stories that we've kind of gone through in these timelines over the last 20, 30, 40, probably even longer as we've been doing this kind of slow ascension, which we actually are doing. But there's enough light on the planet. There's enough people who have raised their vibration. There is enough consciousness here and actually the ability for so many more of us to truly access our own Akash. And the record keepers always say, it is your birthright. That was one Mm -hmm. of the reasons, you know, that they tapped me and said, hey, we want you to teach this because it's everyone's birthright to have this wisdom, this guidance, this energy. And because we have hit that point consciously, we can now start to go, okay, I see what I created, I understand it, I have been the compassion, I've been the love, I have learned and grown. And so now that contract is complete, so we can delete it or it's null and void because the other person maybe didn't join in in working through that contract with us. So it's lovely because 
we can now start to delete old contracts that no longer serve us that are really just um, null and void, but energetically they've been hanging around out there. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we still feel kind of stuck in an old relationship that's no longer viable or valuable. And so I've worked with many clients over the years where sometimes it's a, a, even people will say, I've been divorced for five years, but I can't quite free myself. Mm -hmm. I still feel connected. I can't, you know, get unstuck from some of those thoughts or feelings or patterns. And so now in the Akashic Records, the energy is high enough, there's enough light here that we literally can go and burn up those old contracts that are now void and Mm -hmm. just release that old stuck energy to free ourselves to move forward with greater ease. Mm-hmm. I know, and and I get people writing in all the time who want that liberation from experiences like you're describing, and you know it's like they're in quicksand because they can't release, you know, an old relationship or, or a pattern. Um, you know, there are a lot of, um, and I want to get into talking about the past life um, impact, <laughs> and because. That can prevent us from creating the abundance that we deserve, or um, there are a lot of things that impact what's going on now. So talk about the past lives and and what this healing does with regard to that. Yeah, so of course, because the Akashic Records is part of Source, and Source is part of the quantum field, we truly are moving into the quantum field consciously, because there is no time and space, right? So uh, when I move into this energy of the quantum field to do past life healings, I often um, experience the energy of kind of floating in the center of a big spinning ball. So this golden spinning energy is flowing all around me. And as we ask the Akashic Record Keepers to show us, a past life, say, that um, is holding us back from creating greater abundance in our life, all of a sudden I'll see a couple of little um, colorful balls of light kind of pop out of this spinning ball of quantum energy. And it'll be like, oh, there's a lifetime where you were a nun. There's a lifetime where you were a priest. There's a lifetime where you, um, you know, had a real challenging uh, um life of poverty and starvation, right? And so we'll literally go into each of these lifetimes, clear vows of poverty, clear Mm -hmm. um, collective um, group contracts that we made with this, say, group of other nuns or group of priests or monks, or sometimes they go way back into healing temples from ancient Persia or ancient Egypt or... um, Again, where we made these collective group contracts to only heal as a group, or um, often these vows of poverty are, I will not take money for my spiritual gifts. Mm -hmm. And so we start to see these variety of different lifetimes where we've made these contracts or these vows, and we can clear and release and delete those group contracts, soul contracts, vows from this quantum field, and then they all pop back into place, but they're free of those contracts. We've literally freed that energy up 
in this mm-hmm. present moment. Right. And another um, hot topic these days is clearing the ancestral trauma, even curses. And um, what is your what is your take on uh, on that? Yes, you know, when I first started uh, clearing curses, I don't know, it's probably five or ten years ago now, you know, time, I, I'm not too good with that because I don't spend enough time in it. <laughs> but um, a while ago, I remember the first client who said, I think I have a curse, and I thought, really? Okay, well, we'll ask the record keepers, right? I'm up for asking them anything. But I thought, wow, I never thought about that. And so we asked the record keepers, does this person have a curse in their ancestral lineage? And they said, yes, absolutely. It was about three um, generations back, and it was an interesting curse because it was kind of between the, whatever that was, great-grandfather and, and or great-great-grandfather and great-great-uncle. And it was a family feud over land, and the uncle cursed the grandfather, some story like that, right? And mm-hmm. that kind of curse of um, of poverty affected the family lineage. It really went down through the lineage because the uncle was so angry that he didn't get the land, that his older brother mm-hmm. got the land, right? That was very common in families. The older brother, the younger brother went off and tried to figure out their world, their life all on their own. So the family had this experience, and it kept getting passed down. So we could literally go back and um, delete the curse, which was fascinating. And, and you know, people say, I, I really feel that. They feel it kind of energetically in their body as kind of lighter and brighter, and they start to notice that they're not bumping up against that mm-hmm. lack mentality. They're all of a sudden they're like, Oh, I, I'm I'm I feel right. okay to whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Charge money for my spiritual gifts because I had some of those vows of poverty and that curse, you know, um, that you'll all, you know, go hungry or whatever the crazy curse was in that family. You know, it's like people are 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 feeling better, their business is coming in, things feel like they're flowing with greater ease. You know, and of course, as we start to release those energies, we want to replace them with our highest Akashic light and wisdom in this, you know, moment now. Mm -hmm. So we're updating everything. Right. And I want to remind everyone, and we've had more people join in since the the call started, uh, Lisa always takes us through a really powerful um, group um, healing where you, I mean, we throw, we put in there all kinds of things, and you just, I mean, it's, it's usually very powerful. So I also want, if any of you have things, write in in our webcast. It's kind of easier for us to go through that. Um, if you have something, you know, that you want to work on, if it's a, um, you know, a family situation, a health situation, a wealth situation, let us know. Um, um, I'm, I'm just glancing in the webcast now, Lisa, and I want to read this one question. It's from Linda. She said, when we try to reclaim our gifts from other lifetimes, are there specific guides that take care of them for us until we call them back? And do these gifts grow while they're in waiting to adjust mm. to the timeline we're experiencing in the now? 
Interesting. Oh, yeah, great yeah. question. Um, so the way I see it, of course, because um, oh, let's see, how's the easy way to explain it? All of these lives are always happening. So say you had a life where you were a healer, and that's what you did. That life would continue to play out, and so if you continued to be a healer and learn more and grow as a person, that gift would, of course, grow. Um, Some of these lifetimes we actually got killed for being that healer, right, especially in the dark ages, so anywhere between 1,000 and somewhere around, I think that, I think they were still killing witches up until the 1600s, maybe even 1700s. Um, so I would venture to say that every one of us who has been on a spiritual path or been a healer in any lifetime, is, we've usually, mm-hmm. if we did it once, we usually did it a lot of times, right? Most of us have lived 600, 700, 800 lives. So most of us have, if we're healers, we've done it again and again and again. You might have been a healer in at least 100 lifetimes of your 700 lives. And so we always get killed somewhere along the line in some world or country or place. Um, So it's important to clear those because, of course, those are the things that create the blocks. So we want to clear the emotional pain, physical pain, and trauma from that life so we actually can reclaim that gift. And it just comes into us as kind of energetically as complete as it is. And, of course, as we're shifting and bringing this past life wisdom and energy in, um, you know, for us as humans, it takes a while to integrate down into the body. And everybody really receives that a little bit differently. Sometimes we, um, it will show up for us as greater clarity in what we want to do in this life. Often it shows up as a kind of empowering energy, like, I can really do this. I've done this before. I know this. I've got this, right? So I've used um, reclaiming past life gifts around writing to be a a published Mm -hmm. author. I'm going to say it didn't make my spelling any better, but it definitely, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it made it easier for me to... To, you know, to, to sit down and know, I've done that in five other lifetimes. I've got this. I'm not a newbie mm-hmm. here. And so a lot of what we're reclaiming, we're reclaiming kind of the energy, the knowing, the wisdom, that that feeling and truth that we can create this life with ease and grace now, again, because we've done it five other times. Right. So if someone is wanting um, that kind of uh, connection or reconnection with those gifts and other timelines, would they call upon their their personal Akashic record keepers to support them um, in reclaiming that? Or how would you suggest someone? I, I know in the offers um, there are ways to do that and you teach them, but is there something quick that you could give, say, Linda or anyone listening about about doing that? Um, let's see. Well, um, again, if you can access your records, that's we would just go up to the record keepers and say, you know, can you help me to reclaim mm-hmm. this, clear anything? What What's stopping me? What's blocking me? What can I clear? What can I reclaim? What can I bring into this present time in my body now? Um, 
and yeah, so you know, I don't know that there's a simple way to do that without kind of like knowing how to get in there. You can always ask because they are there, you know. Um, it's a different kind of experience because it's the same thing. It feels a little bit more like um, sometimes when we just pray for something, you know, we pray and hope, right? Um, whereas when we go into our own Akashic Records, we can literally have a, a conversation where we're hearing their response, mm-hmm. seeing their response, being a- able to actually maybe see and relive some of these uh, lifetimes, which really energetically empowers us to know that the truth of who we've been mm-hmm. and who we are and what we've come to do. So it feels a little different in that way, definitely. Um yeah, right. so hopefully people will learn to read their records because yeah, it's such a phenomenal empowerment tool. Right, and part of being able to do that is is healing the trauma, healing the pain, all that density so that, um, well, first of all, then they feel worthy of it. <laughs> a lot of times there are some worthiness issues that prevent people from even wanting to or knowing how to access their gifts, but um I want to talk about your offers because that kind of ties into this, and then we'll take some questions, and we'll do the group um, healing because this feels important. Offer A, you have two offers at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace. You'll see Lisa's beautiful face. Click on her smile, (laughs) and you'll see these two offerings. Offer A is what I'm focused on right now. This is healing emotional pain and trauma through your Akashic record. And these are energetic clearings and activations. Um, how many are there, Lisa? One, two, three, four, Six, five. Right? Five of them. And I'm going to name them off real quickly, and then I'll let you add in. One is childhood trauma. One is releasing emotional pain from the past or present relationships, health challenges, clearing trauma and connected addictions, and then uh, clearing self-doubt and opening to self-love. I feel that if someone were to work on some of this clearing, you know, then um, they can open themselves up a whole lot easier to a lot of these gifts that we're talking about, Lisa. Describe um, this offer, very generous, $97. We have the three-pay option. Um, describe these uh, these different clearings and activations. Yes, absolutely. So let me just go back one second and kind of explain why I created this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, as much as I would love to kind of jump over the emotional pain and trauma, um, I experienced great emotional pain in my life as a teenager, which really derailed my life for a good 15 years, if not longer. And that came from the death of my two soul sisters, my two very, very best friends that were from my childhood. One died of a brain tumor and the other one died in a car accident. And it triggered in me the fact that I had come to be a healer and it triggered the fact that I couldn't heal them, I mm. couldn't save them. And so it really, you know... Um, triggered abandonment, self-doubt, self-loathing, all of that pain which sent me down um, a rabbit hole, right? I went, I just basically, even though I was very, very awake, I had been studying 
spirituality and, and since I was 14. And at, you know, at 20, I basically said, forget it. My friends are gone. I've been deserted. I'm abandoned. I'm not doing what I came to do as, as a very awake soul. And so I know that most of us have had all sorts of traumas that have often been ignored. And so, of course, you know, the childhood trauma is often a huge trauma because there's been so much emotional, physical, and sexual abuse in our world that um, that is a huge trauma that so many have experienced. And then, you know, it kind of goes on with relationship trauma, sometimes abusive relationships or just heartbreak and mm-hmm. and betrayal. Betrayal, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, and so what happens is that we stuff most of it because nobody validates it. You know, it's like, oh, you got divorced, I'm so sorry. Um, uh, you know, are you dating again? What's going on? Or, you know, it's like, what about that verbal abuse? What about that betrayal? What about that broken heart? And these things do stop us from moving forward. And honestly, the emotional trauma often will create um, health challenges in our lives, and they're often connected to different kind of addictive patterns, whether it's mm-hmm. alcohol or drugs or food or shopping, right? And so the trauma is very connected in so many ways. And and I, since I experienced that, and it was really through my Akashic records that I was able to um, really clear that. And, you know, I'm not going to say it happened in a day or in an hour. It, it actually took years. And for most of us, it's a process. But this program is... Um, I'm going to say they're maybe they're close to 10 hours of healing that I have done in about an hour and a half or two hours per session that I did, sat down and literally just worked on childhood trauma, you know, the feeling of fear when our parents fight, the releasing the abandonment and feeling of being deserted by a parent maybe who left when our parents divorced or, you know, our unworthiness of the parent, you know, just the Mm -hmm. on and on, all that, um, our childhood beliefs that we are not good enough for our parent to stay, right? We blame ourselves, not our other, Mm -hmm. right, parents. So um, what I've seen from all these years, 30-plus years of being a healer and you know, 25-plus years in, in the Akashic Records that that so much of what stops us and blocks us from creating a happy life, an abundant life, you know, a life filled with love, is mm-hmm. these traumas. And that's why um, I've created this program so you don't have to learn to read your records because what I would say is that often if we are really um, still you know, in the emotional pain of the trauma, it can be hard to start to learn exactly. the records until we mm-hmm. clear it. I like that you included the health one, too, because 
Um, it's working through dis-ease um, from abandonment and, and abuse, and it also includes past life vows that we were like we were talking about earlier, but that are connected to weight or weight gain. Um, there's also pineal activation. There's all, and that's just in the uh, the health. Uh, one and then, like you said, they're all about an hour and a half to two hours long. And addictions, um, for those of you who are experiencing that, I mean, you really get to. <laughs> and food addictions, eating disorders, all of those things. Um, so I, I wanted to highlight this offer on its own because for those of you who really need to do some of the clearing, um, this is a beautiful place to begin. And uh, because offer B, it is all of that. And you can start with that. And then once you have some of that clarity and, and space, um, then you can do the, uh, the Akashic Wisdom, which is the, the home study course where you can learn how to access your Akashic records. So that's offer B. Um, this includes, um, and they can study at their own convenience, their own pace. Um, describe what's included in the, uh, the home study program. Absolutely. So um, I, we talked a little bit about, you know, how empowering that it is to learn to access your own Akashic Records because it gives you really the divine guidance. You can ask every single question you want to ask of your record keepers every single day, and it is the greatest blessing I have ever found in my life. <laughs> so that's why I'm always so excited about sharing this. But in this program, you ha I teach you. Um, my five-step wisdom prayer system to clearly and simply access your own personal Akashic records. There are seven Akashic healing prayers to continue to clear and release old energies as you're starting to work in your records. This has 12 hours of recorded guidance where I'm literally step-by-step step teaching you exactly how to do this, leading you through processes, um, really kind of talking about, uh, you know, what it feels like. Are you really in? Are you really out? Do I, how do I know if I'm really in my Akashic Records? Mm -hmm. It's all included in that 12-hour really teaching uh, um, these these six modules and and there's a written easy to follow manual of about 40 pages so you can follow along in this manual print it out and follow along quite a few tools to align to the higher akashic vibrations tools to call back your energy to create a beautiful rainbow shield so you're guided guarded and protected on your journey a, a variety of um kind of guided visualization tools that I lead you through in the in this 12-hour workshop mm -hmm. so that you really get it all. Tools to create um, great boundaries, right? Tools to call back old energy, tools to clear people out of your space, all of that <laughs> to support you in accessing mm -hmm. your own Akashic Records with ease. Right. And the soul contracts, you'll be able to learn how to do that yourself, how to complete the ones that are no longer serving you or um, that are kind of preventing you from moving forward and making you feel stagnant. Also clarity, like if you want clarity about um, how to utilize your gifts in the world or uh, clearing money blocks, all of these things. Um, 
it is a comprehensive course and you can do it at your own pace and you do get all the recordings from offer a so if you want to do that as much as you want to get all that clearing done prior or in between you can do that so um lisa there's also (laughs) yeah there are bonuses to um uh yeah there i don't know if you want to mention them but um quite a few bonuses there as well Right, of course, because you do, you'll um, be able to download or, or on my member site you can listen to these. Um, but there's also a 25% savings on a personal Akashic reading with me. If you're interested in doing a personal one-on-one Akashic reading, you can save 25% off on that. There is a wonderful 45-minute pre-recorded see, feel, and hear um, healing that I have done so you can listen to open your clairs to clear your clairsentience, your claircognizance, clairvoyance, right, clairaudience. So you can listen to that a couple of times, right, to keep clearing levels and layers, right? We are pretty dense humans in this world. And so um, redoing healings more than once is often very beneficial for us. So you can download that, listen to it whenever you want. Um, your rainbow shield guided meditation to be guided, guarded, and protected really as you walk through life is a downloadable MP3 grounding the kite to really teach you to get strongly embodied in your physical form right here and now is downloadable and calling back your energy, which to me is a biggie. Mm -hmm. When you can call back all that energy you've left scattered around the world, you get a real nice boost in um, yeah. your physical energy. I love all the, the Akashic prayers, too, for healing family relationships, healing abuse, resentment, judgment, strength, um, and also for upgraded DNA. So all of that is included in these uh, packages as bonuses. And for those of you who've listened to Lisa before and maybe – you weren't ready to or or didn't want to learn how to do this, maybe now's the time. Um, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to really get empowered so that you're you don't have to rely on anything outside of you to to tap in and uh so thank you, Lisa, for presenting this, offering this, and um I hope those of you who are feeling called to to do this, say yes. Uh, so, and I want to, I'm going into the webcast because a lot of you have written in. Um, let's see. We have things to work on for the um, the group healing. So I can give you a list of these as we move forward with that. Um, someone had asked, uh, Lori said, do I have to be good at meditation before I'm able to enter my record and receive answers? Mm, that is a fabulous question. No, you do not. Actually, <laughs> I am honestly, you know, not a big meditator. I do not sit and meditate for an hour or two at a time. I am a very kind of, you know, wired person. I am a very active doer. And so um, when the record keepers asked me to channel this wisdom prayer system, they've made it. Um, beautiful so that we use an access key, right? So it's like a um, a vibrational key to open the door to the Akashic Records, and it's a sacred prayer. 
So we do simple processes like getting grounded and in our body and down into our heart center. And I teach all these as kind of these steps of of, um, five-step wisdom prayer system. We set our intention to be a clear channel, and then we can simply read our Akashic access prayer using this vibrational key. As we move into this energy, and then literally we can start to ask questions of the Akashic Record Keepers. So the gift of this system is that you do not have to practice meditating for five years or 25 years to be good at that. There are people who who teach it through meditation, and I don't because I can't sit still that long. So (laughs) I teach you with vibrational keys, and it makes it very simple. And honestly, I often teach my students also one of the gifts to me was to be able to open my records and with my eyes open, I can go for a hike in my hills around my house and have a whole conversation with my record keepers while I'm in nature. So exactly. I yes. to sit still. <laughs> That's one way and yeah. um, whatever way works for you. But I, I think that was a great question, Lori. And uh <laughs> Right, yeah, thank course. you for the response. <laughs> yes, I no, I love that because it is important. You know, there are, you know, different ways to access the records and of course when I teach my students in this in this um this program, I teach you to of course do it in a bit more of a quiet meditative state as you're learning to feel the energy shift and we can ask our questions and write them out so we get out of our way often people say do i have to be clairvoyant and no you do not have to be clairvoyant to access your own akashic records we often are clairaudient and it sounds like us and so when we can start to just write down what we're hearing thinking Mm -hmm. feeling we realize oh i wrote that down and i didn't know that i did i couldn't answer that that's not me that I was hearing, it was really the Akashic Record Keepers. So there's a lot of um, processes and steps in that course to support you to trust that you're accessing your own Akashic Records. Yes. Thank you, Lori, for that. Um, Let's see. Tama um, said, when we free ourselves of these past contracts, is this something we feel right away? She said, in general, I feel like I'm living a life of just enough, but I want to move into more than enough. Um, Love to you, Carrie and Lisa. Thanks, Tama. Mm -hmm. So when we free ourselves of the past contracts, is this something that we feel right away? Um, You know, we are very unique, and so what I would say is, is that most people feel it right away, you feel a shift, you feel more open, you feel lighter, you feel maybe even more vitality or energy in your body. Sometimes we actually feel just like happier, right? Happier, Mm -hmm. lighter. Um, And then we can start to notice, you know, what is shifting. And, of course, because we are living in this human body in this plane and dimension, it's important for us to start to act on new thoughts and ideas that come to us because that is often part of it. 
taking a new step, mm-hmm. right? And not um, not just waiting for kind of the world to transform around us, but to say, oh, I have a new idea. Let me do something with that new idea because that's literally how we transform. So, yes, it can be absolutely immediate. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, and and quite a few people wrote in with um, what they would love to have included in the group healing, Lisa. So is this a good time to tell you some of these and move into that? I know a lot of people are here, and they're excited, they're ready, they're waiting for the, the group healing. Absolutely. So let's do this. Um, let me open the group record. So let's do that as a nice just guided visualization, bring everyone into the Akash with me so all we can activate your Akashic record keepers to come in and support you in your personal healing. And so let's do that. And then um, I think uh, I think last time it was easiest if you kind of did one at a time. Otherwise, I forget. Okay. I will be <laughs> right <something>? here. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, so let's just all oh take a nice deep breath. We can just sit back into our chairs and feet on the ground and close your eyes if you are able. And if not, that's just fine. Maybe you could soft gaze off at a wall or something if you're in a more public space. And we invite our soul to come down more fully present into our physical body, really dropping down into the torso, all the way down into our hips as we connect to our dear Mother Earth beneath our feet. I like to create a tripod grounding system to stay grounded and present as we do this expansive work. And we do that by just imagining beautiful grounding roots from the bottom of our two feet. Down deep, three, four, five feet down and let them spread out into the earth. And then the third point is the grounding cord from the base of the spine. I like to run it all the way down to the center of Gaia. And I like to wrap my grounding cord tail around the core of Earth. And we just ask dear Mother Earth to help us and stay grounded and present as we do this expansive work today. And let's just breathe into our heart center and invite it to open and expand a little further. And we ask the Divine Lords of Unconditional Love to help us center fully in this moment as we create this sacred space. Please wrap us in your love and protection and allow us to travel to the highest realms of the Akasha available to us today. Please help us relay our multidimensional hearts open to divine love and release all resistance Lord, to the Akashic Record, please guide us to the deepest truth we can access now. So 
support us in healing and releasing that which no longer serves on our true path. We give great thanks for your divine love and support on this journey today. We just notice what we notice. I see a beautiful silvery blue column of light encircling this group all around the world. Mm. Encircling us with pure love. With our highest Akasha connections and light. And we'll just start by asking our record keepers. What would we ask, like to ask them, Carrie? Okay, let's see. Um, clearing blocks so our gifts can come online or be activated. Mm, beautiful. Okay. <sighs> so let's ask all of our record keepers to help us to clear whatever might be blocking or stopping us from reclaiming some of the gifts and talents that we have written into this soul plan that we have desired to bring into this current lifetime now. And so, of course, for the whole group, there's lots of different energies and gifts. But first, what I'm seeing is them just clearing old energy. Some of it's stuck, some of it's frozen, some of it is connected to um, a variety of past life vows and um, group contracts. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, often we have contracts with a group around um, different spiritual work we want to bring back or vows of poverty. So let's definitely ask our record keepers to clear any and all of our vows of poverty because they never serve us. We have come to be beautiful, abundant souls that we truly already are, really, to receive the abundance of the universe. And so clearing vows of poverty, chastity, and obedience are always Great to clear, release, delete from our Akash. And then any lifetime we died for the gifts that we use, sometimes we were inventors, we got locked away for inventing something that was not in alignment to that current um government or church or whoever was in power at that time. We may have been locked away. We may have been run out of town. We may have been even killed. So we want to clear release, uh, delete that emotional pain, physical pain, trauma from from those lifetimes that block us from accessing those gifts. Don't forget to breathe and drink your water while we're doing all these clearings. You'll hear me deep breathing and blowing things out. So blow it out with me. I know a lot of people yawn or 
some people burp, you know, whatever that is, that's a normal way for your body to release that old energy. So it's great if you're over there yawning or burping, whatever it is, or breathing heavy. (laughs) All good. Okay. So it's important to get rid of all of the old stuck heavy energy, and they're just actually clearing um, a lot of energy around doubt. So a lot of that seems to be more, well, we're going to clear it from this life and the other lifetimes, but the lifetimes where we really kind of doubt our abilities, our gifts, that we're capable or able to do these sorts of things. So we want to clear release any of that. Low self-esteem, doubt, um, concern, you know, can I really do this? Who am I to do this? Right, often we get that kind of idea Lots of clients come to me and say, who am I to write a book or who am I to, you know, open a healing center or who am I to invent something? So we want to clear any of that who am I doubt through all time, space, continuum, all places, planes, and dimensions. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, some of that's actually really, really old, so we want to let that go. Okay, and then we ask the record keepers to help us to start to reclaim these gifts and talents that we chose, right? We have tons of gifts and talents, so we most of us choose at least a half a dozen or more that we really want to highlight in each lifetime. So we're asking the record keepers to help us to access the specific gifts and talents that we want to reclaim now. Good. Through all time, space, continuum, all places, planes, and dimensions, so whether it's on this earth or somewhere else, Some of these are actually, like we were talking about earlier, some inventions from um, more galactic lifetimes, and some are inventions from this lifetime that maybe we're not able to bring to fruition. Okay. those all lit up through all time space. We just want to compress that energy, bringing these gifts and talents into your physical body right here and right now in this this time space continuum now. Okay. So you might even feel that either in your heart, it might it's dropping into a lot of people's crown chakras and then it can and integrate into the body wherever it belongs. So you may feel it somewhere in your body, or maybe not at all. Sometimes people just get feel hot or cold, right? We're <laughs> unique. <laughs> so 
just inviting the Akashic Record Keepers to help us to integrate it into our bodies on a cellular level so that we have access to that information. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Just let that mm. integrating down. Hmm. Okay, so everybody take a nice breath. Just kind of feel what you notice, what you feel, what notice what you notice. Thank you, Lisa. Okay, so what's up next? Okay. These that I'm about to share tie together. Okay. Um there was um, a combination of people wanting to release unhealthy relationships, abuse, betrayal, um, blocks to intimacy and trust. So they come out of that feeling worthy to open to soul family. I think that all ties together. Does that make yes. sense? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So the record keepers are just saying that they're going to focus this healing more in this present life. Um, and it feels like we're going to go back, but they want to start in this lifetime. So it's always interesting because, you know, they just tell me where to go, what to do, what they're doing, really. And um, <laughs> often they go to the past first, but sometimes they it's really, this feels more this life focus and then, Mm-hmm. We will clear anything after we heal this life. Then we'll go kind of go back to any kind of cords or connections or or remnants from other lifetimes, and then we can I think clear that up easily. So um, they're actually going back into childhood because a lot of our relationship challenges start from childhood relationships. So they are. really going really back to birth. They're going to go back to starting when we started. And um, so a lot of what they're clearing is just kind of emotional pain, fear, abandonment. Um, those sorts of energies that we often experience as a child, as an infant even. You know, it's interesting. Some people grew up, they cried and cried before anyone came and got them, if anyone came and got them. Um, so we want to clear kind of that trauma of feeling, really you are helpless, feeling helpless, feeling lost, feeling abandoned. Um, as a small baby, right, you could be crying in a room for hours and not have any idea if there's a human left in the world, right? So that is kind of this very big fear that I'm picking up on. So there must be quite a few people who have that kind of um, uh, situation or had that situation in their childhood, Um and and that again even goes forward. I know sometimes um, our parents were late picking us up. We were the last kid on the 
on the school ground, you know, different kinds of situations like that. We didn't know if anyone was coming. And it's terrifying, and it really rocks our world and creates um, a very deep-seated fear, um, self-doubt, self-worth, you know, because we don't know if we're worth getting, if if our parents actually coming, are we worth coming for all of those kind of traumas so we're just clearing all that emotional pain and trauma uh, mostly from they're saying like you know kind of birth to 10 years old that's where I'm seeing most of that And then we're going to kind of do the second half that feels like from 10 to 20. So often that was like our our high school or middle school, high school or early relationships, which can be very tenuous and, and painful and odd, right? Um, so we want to clear around that, kind of our first love. And, and again, a lot of that's where a lot of the um, abuse also um and so any kind of um, rape or sexual abuse or trauma in that way, um, we want to do a lot of clearing of that emotional pain oh, from our lives there. even unwriting any of those soul contracts that go back to um, uh, either whether it's, you know, it might even have been your first marriage when you were 19 or 18 or 16 or 20, whatever, or 21, whatever it might have been. You know, a lot of us married early. Um, we just want to clear, release, delete any of those past contracts that are complete And certainly any contracts that are written around um, the emotional pain or of abuse or loss or abandonment, um, as we have come to heal that through compassion and self-love and um, forgiveness. So as we do our healing, it becomes easy to delete those contracts because we've learned and grown and and really heal that in ourselves, in our minds. We can just burn those old contracts up because they're no longer valid, so we burn any of those that are 
be released and burned. So when we, we burn things, we burn them because that energy gets recycled for the highest good of all with ease and grace. Lisa, could you increase your volume just a little bit? Some people are having trouble hearing oh, you. Oh, sure. Sorry. <laughs> I just kind of drop down into yeah, a little quieter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so a little louder. I'll talk up a little bit, speak up a little bit. <sighs> okay. All right, so just clearing this 10 years. Hmm. We, fill, we fill each of these kind of segments after I clear like zero to 10. We filled it up with your highest Akashic light energy and really vibrational energy you can now hold. We're doing that again as we've cleared, released, delete a lot of that emotional pain, trauma, contracts um, from 10 to 20. So we're going to fill you up with that beautiful Akashic vibration, light energy, wisdom that you can now hold after healing that. And then let's just go from 20 to present day and do one more round of healing of of loss, abandonment, um, loneliness, unworthiness, all of that emotional pain that we often have. Sometimes we just haven't found anyone. Sometimes we're widowed at a young age. Sometimes we're, you know, have an abusive marriage and and um and we don't know that we ever want another relationship after that experience. So all of that we're in any variation we're clearing from twenty to present day. spiritual pain of abandonment sometimes this um, gets connected to source kind of because say um, all these different levels of of loss or abuse or or, um, death or any kind of abandonment in that way often we feel like um, it's connected almost to source like why have you abandoned me God how is you know what did I do to deserve this life this pain this situation and so um, we want to clear that what I call spiritual pain it really is kind of a conscious and unconscious belief that we're being punished in in a sense by source because we're not good enough and so we want to clear or delete all of that because that is never the truth Whew. just ask our record keepers to um, fill that section up with the highest Akashic light, energy, wisdom, light, and love, of course, that we can bring into our life, our body, our world right now. And we want to clear any past life, karmic patterns, thoughts, beliefs, um, 
that are connected to any of that. So any old um, chords, connections, vows, contracts that are connected to what we've just cleared, we ask the record keepers to burn those up or clear, release, delete those as appropriate for us from any past life. And then through all time, space continuum, we fill all of that kind of cleared, healed energy with our highest Akashic light, our highest cosmic light, and bring that all present into your physical body now to be integrated on a cellular level and conscious level, if it's appropriate, with ease and grace. <sighs> and so it is. And so that was a that was a deep one, <laughs> and I I could feel when you were going deep. I mean, there was a lot of emotion there. There was a lot that was coming up. Um, so that was that was a significant one there. So um, next, I'm moving to I'm combining the health. Um, concerns. So there's health challenges, diabetes. Um, autoimmune issues, eating disorders, binging. Um, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we will ask our Akashic record keepers to help us. Oh, where do they want to start? Hmm. <clears throat> So they want to. They're they're actually starting with clearing some vows around um, not wanting to be in physical form. I know that many mm-hmm. of us as spiritual, very kind of conscious spiritual beings, um, realized we were embodied again and weren't too happy about it. I know that was very true for me, and I know I've seen that again and again. So let's clear that. Whew, okay. Any vows to leave Earth early that often will affect our health. Any unconscious beliefs that have been um, kind of passed down through our ancestral lineage. So let's do kind of both angles of unconscious belief that we've gotten from our ancestors, right? So sometimes some of these kinds of things um are passed down uh and energetically so we'll go through the ancestral lineage and kind of our life so we'll come at that from two different angles what we've inherited um so what the record keepers always say and I and I know that science has proved that we do not need to embody the some of the genetic um, codes for illnesses that our family has had. Right? If that made sense. Um, and so we want to kind of work on disconnecting any of that, clearing that out of our ancestral lineage that we do not believe. 
right? Sometimes people are like, oh, but my mother and my grandmother had breast cancer. I mean, I'll get it, right? It's not true. That's not the truth. You do not need to get their illness or their diabetes or their whatever else it might have been. So we want to clear that energy from our ancestral lineage and our unconscious beliefs. So both ways to clear, release that. Good thing is we've also done some of that around, you know, abandonment and abuse, which often really connects to to our disease in the physical. So, um, so that also will roll into over into that place. And then we want to go clear um, kind of traumatic past life deaths of like the plague. I don't know, just those kind of gory things. Um, any place where we feel um, that we are kind of destined to be unhealthy, and some of that seems to come from past life traumas in that way, like of, of illnesses. I don't know. Um, interesting. Leprosy popped up. I'm like, wow, how many people were lepers? Um, but we want to clear all those past lives where we were lepers, where we were, where we starved to death, where we were. Um, uh, <laughs> I said something else already. I'm like, okay. And um, so we're just kind of clear all these past lives where we suffered. <sighs> the plagues, any of those. Oh, my heavens, there were so many nasty old illnesses, right? buzzing bodies out there. I feel it really strongly in my hands where it starts to buzz. It's like, oh, oh good. It's buzzing right through all those old conscious and unconscious beliefs and ancestral lineage patterns, etc. So good. Whew. All right. Now we're fill us all up again with our highest physical level. I often see that as a beautiful cobalt blue energy, our highest physical energy, our highest um, physical level upgraded blueprint, genetic blueprint we can now download into our body to upgrade our physical bodies. Hmm. And, of course, we always fill ourselves just with our highest Akashic light, love, and wisdom help us to support all of the conscious and unconscious beliefs that also are part of, literally part of our, our dis-ease in the body, right? Good. Ooh, bringing that all into present time for the highest good of all. Hmm. 
Okay, Lisa, thank you for that. And we'll wrap up with something empowering. I'm going to combine a couple of these and we can wrap it up with this. Um, people wanting to connect and access new Earth energies, um, the crystalline grid, their galactic soul tribe, soul family, all of that happy, joyful, blissful mm. new Earth energy. Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. Okay. Oh, so, I, of course, let's just ask the record keepers to clear kind of from our our bodies, minds, energy fields, anything that is blocking us from accessing this. So, again, often there's levels of kind of doubt or disbelief. Some of it is other people's energy in our space, those other people that maybe don't believe in what you believe in, and, and their energy is kind of blocking you from accessing some of that. So we want to send all of their energy back to them, get that out of your space. Any of our own thoughts, beliefs, where we're like, I don't know if it's real, but if it is, maybe I can have that. So we'll get the maybe out, <laughs> clear the doubt or the maybes, open to the truth that we know this is here now for us, really, really is in this very present moment, new, gorgeous earth, energies, light, Oh, higher wisdom, higher connection to our galactic soul families and to our soul families who are here on Earth. And so we ask our Akashic Record Keepers to bring um, what we can present into our physical bodies. It seems to be coming mostly into our heart center. Some of it seems to be kind of in our head center too, six chakra um, actually third I actually clear audience so what they're saying is is that many of you will be able to kind of um, hear um, see feel right some of your galactic star families with greater ease and of course often we see in our mind's eye, not with our physical eyes, and here kind of in our own head, in our own voice. It's rarely outside of us or kind of a big booming voice. It's often us. It's really noticing, paying attention to that message and noticing kind of the way they said it, the energy feeling, what came through, you know, and that's how we start to differentiate us and not us, right, other beings. And so notice that as that comes through and feel it in your heart. And you often receive, again, messages in our heart center. Clear cognizance is clear knowingness comes really through the heart center. And also a lot of our clear audience comes through our heart, our clear cognizance. So <laughs> it's, of course, a little complicated for most of us if if we don't learn about this, although that's why I teach all of these this information in my Akasha Course 1 because it's helpful to understand so that we can receive these connections, receive these messages, know, see, feel when we are connecting to all of this new earth energy, new vibrations. I, I see... Um, what, part of what they're doing is um, I see the earth herself is kind of vibrating at this beautiful 
um, kind of sparkly vibration, and I see our feet. So you might feel your feet tingling or buzzing, our, our, um, our raising kind of the energy to match the earth energy. So it's almost like your feet and Gaia are creating a new magnetic connection so that you can receive that energy, that new, you know, earth energy, that beautiful crystal grid. Um, and again, I'm also a big fan of connecting to the crystalline core of Gaia to wrap your beautiful grounding cord around that, connecting to that, asking for her assistance and feeling and connecting and noticing the upgraded energy of Gaia every time she, she upgrades. So all of that is kind of working in our bodies right now. <sighs> So let yourself notice what you notice. I'm noticing that kind of vibrating all the way from the feet up through the legs, all the way up through the body to the head. It's a kind of a new, beautiful, um, new vibration, actually, I'm seeing as we activate that connection to the earth grid, the crystalline grid of the earth, the new earth I vibrations, all of that coming through this from our feet. So grounding is even more important than ever before because not only are we, you know, grounding, which is useful to create and manifest in this world, but we're grounding into this beautiful new vibration that helps us to up-level our own physical vibration. Whew, nice. Okay, so we just wrap a big time release bubble around all of us and we invite our record keepers to help us integrate all of these new energies with ease and grace over the next few days or kind of as appropriate for each of us. And we thank the Akashic Masters and Beings of Light for the love, the wisdom, the guidance, and all the healing we close and lock the group records for now and so it is blessed be Mm -hmm. and so it is Lisa (laughs) 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 well I think we covered a wide range there and I loved wrapping it up in that Mm -hmm. with all the new earth energy um, I was definitely yawning a lot Right. Yes, and that feels yeah. great. Yeah, it feels a good way to walk away, right? To be like, Absolutely. ooh, I'm buzzing. Yes. Absolutely. Um, a lot of beautiful messages flowing in. Um, Eileen from Australia. Thank you for joining us from Australia, Eileen. Uh, dear Carrie and Lisa, um, deepest thanks for this beautiful session. I feel filled with so much hope and calmness. Blessings to you both for creating this awesome space for all of us to gather and be cleared to live our brightest life now. Uh, much love to you and thank you. Back to you, Eileen. I'm, I, I feel very grateful for this sacred circle. And Lisa, I am so grateful for you. I, I, all of you listening to Lisa, you can hear it in her voice, you know, that, that new earth vibrancy and energy and love and, uh, 
you know, remember that we all have access to that. And she's spent all these years cultivating this connection, and she's sharing that in these, you know, wonderful offerings. So I hope you'll consider that. Um, we have a lot of people from all around the world, and it's not uncommon here, but Maria from Sweden said, so beautiful, I could feel my whole body after uh, Lisa cleared blockages to our gifts. Um, and when she asked for help that those gifts would come to us, I felt this pressure on my head down into my temples and jaws and warmth throughout my body. Thank you. So grateful. Um, yeah. Lovely. Very sweet. I love your generosity with regard to just getting in there and being so generous with all of that support. And I could hear it and I'm reading some of these messages. You know, you, you feel everything as you see it and feel it. Um, especially in that one of those middle sections where we were doing the, um, you went through the childhood, you know, mm -hmm. the first, mm -hmm. that and the, the first 20 years, there was a lot of pain there. And, uh, um, so, Thank you for going there and or, or <laughs> I guess that's where they wanted to go is what it sounded like. Well, you know? right. And I think that we realize that so much of our our real pain that we hold that we're very unconscious of is in that first five years of life and mm -hmm. and you know, that's because we forget it. It's, you know, it's just very unconscious. And so yes. it's often what's stopping us from moving ahead with greater ease or, you know, all of that self-doubt, all of that fear, so much of that, you know, gets not, it gets started there and then piled on top of again and again and again in, in throughout our life. So when we can go back and get that, Right, and then continue on up. So it's you know we're getting lots and lots and lots of layers. So it's very powerful. Definitely, definitely. Well, thank you, Lisa. I love every time you're here. Um, such a gift. And huh, <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> go you, outside Carrie. after this and just soak up some sun, be out in nature. Um, any final words or message, Lisa, before we say goodbye? Yes. The record keepers really just want to share their their love and their respect for each and every one of you who is really on this human journey. And so they thank you for showing up, for doing your own healing, for creating these beautiful um situations carry you know for creating this that people can come and each and every one of you for showing up because when we heal ourselves that ripples out into our community so it's very very powerful and the record keepers are honored to join us and they are grateful for the work that we are doing and they love you so and they are here to support you and so they always say Please, please connect with us. We are here for you. Mm -hmm. Beautiful message, Lisa. Thank you for being here. And um, to each of you who have joined us, thank you for the gift of your time, your love, your presence, your readiness, your openness today. We appreciate you and hope that you receive the insights, the um 
the activations, the healings that are most beneficial for you at this time. You know, I want to remind you that growth and evolution they do require taking inspired action and allowing yourself to be supported on your journey. And so know that every soul that I invite to participate on this show, like Lisa, I honor and I trust. So rest assured that if you decide to move forward with the beautiful opportunities they're presenting, that you are in good hands. And um, yes, <laughs> say yes if this resonates with you. And thank you for joining us on this soulful, beautiful adventure today. I am sending rainbow waves of love, light, joy, and appreciation from my heart to yours. May you feel it. Please receive it and then offer it to those you encounter today uh, or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Bye, everybody.